welcome to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast about hip-hop, entertainment, dating, sex, relationships, and social issues from a sometimes ratchet but mostly woke perspective. So subscribe to That's What I'm Saying. We're on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. Also, catch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show on Island TV or on your Island TV app. And please follow us on Instagram at TwizPod. So I'm Sean. And I'm Shatara. So Shatara, what are we calling this episode? We are calling this episode The Nightmare on Black Street. Mm. I know you caught it. I know you caught that Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Mess. All right. So y'all getting right into this Ratchet Minute in another episode of Team Doing Too Much. Mm-hmm. What's up with your man Teddy Riley last weekend? So... For those that didn't know, I'm sure the the world, the black world already has heard this, but we were all gearing up for this IG live battle between Babyface and Teddy Riley. I mean, obviously two titans in the industry. Everybody has grooved to Teddy's jam, knows guy, the whole thing. So this was all organized from Swiss Beats. I don't know, I don't know if you remember, but they did they did a battle like a couple weeks ago with Swiss Beats and Timberland, and based on that, he put together this versus series. So, right. look, everybody was hyped up. You had all the celebs weighing in: Jamie Foxx, Bobby Brown, <laughs> everybody. Right? <laughs> look, your your boy, your boy Teddy. Teddy, can you hear me? Teddy, now? can you hear me now? Teddy, can, can you hear me, me now? now? Teddy came through with that Wu Tang Clan energy. Remember back in the day how the how the Wu Tang Clan had like thirty five members on stage. Yes. First of all, first of all, Teddy had a hype man mm-hmm. who didn't have no mask on. By the way, um, he had an entourage. There was a baby in the back. I swear, I heard a baby crying. Um, he had a big flat screen jumbotron in the back. Um, there was choreography, and then you had Babyface on the other end waiting patiently, like. I can hear you. I'm I here. Can... I'm here. I'm here. Okay. This is for the cool Uh-huh. And this is for the cool. He was too cool. And look, mm, the patient. Look, Babyface, as we know, he overcame COVID-19. He had the coronavirus. I'm like, y'all got y'all got Babyface out of bed for this? And he's Sis. so patient. No. It, Teddy Riley, your yup yup is a nope nope. Okay. <laughs> Dumb, dumb, did it? No, no, don't, mm-mm, don't. What are you, what are you doing? First of all, uh, they said in one of the memes it said something like, um, "Just like a dude with a fedora and a jogging suit." <laughs> he did exactly what a fool I knew it was over. I knew it was over when he had the burgundy um, fedora. Yeah, with the with the whole the whole setup. I knew from there. I was like, he probably got on some slippery earls too to go with it. No, but why? But did you see how every time like his song dropped and it was over, he put his hand up like like Jerome, yeah. like boom, like to the people on the song. I said to the people, he did the the hand up like mm, like I killed it. it. Was, so I look and I know you know Teddy Riley is from Harlem, and I know as we know Harlem world sometimes we be team doing too much, we be rad extra. I wish he just had understood the whole thing was IG live. All you got to do is just play your shit. We know you, Teddy. Like, we know he could have came through. First of all, the comments, I I swear it's times when I can't stand us, but I love us. The comments were undefeated. <laughs> First of all, Tyrese, the singer Tyrese was like, y'all need to throw in a towel. Not the towel, the, the towel. towel. <laughs> 
Snoop Dogg said, help. Help. Somebody said, it's baby face's bedtime. <laughs> Listen, baby face is no This IG Live got the coronas. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was it Eric Benet said the uh, two titans in the industry using Radio Shack gear? It was on that Fisher Price. Teddy said, my cassette is stuck. Hold on a minute. <laughs> no, my 8-track. 8-track won't play. Hold, hold on, up. let me see my DVD player. Well, hold on a minute. Let me see. And no then, and then, who, was a, who was a hype man in the back? Like, Big Boy was like on some old, like, like, like I'm, I'm, I don't know who that was with the Kango on. And they kept whispering, kept whispering to him, like, hey, hey, do that, do that move from 92. Don't forget that move from 92. I don't know why Teddy Riley felt like he needed a mic check for Instagram Live. I don't even understand that. The way he but, put his hand up when he finished, it you thought lights were gonna come off in the back. Like he thought he was really doing a performance. Like, dude, just press a button, you know, play your clip. Just like Babyface was so smooth with it, like, all right, that's what I got. Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, we did this one with Bobby Brown, and uh, then you did that one, and yeah, that was good. Uh huh. I can hear you. Babyface and walked away for twenty minutes. Went and made a sandwich, put some serum on his moisturized baby face, came back. Okay, checked his IG post and sat back down. Like, like this fool still ain't ready. And I swear, he. I was waiting for him to flip out and be like, "Man, I didn't come here for this," but he didn't. He, he was, was so cool. cool with his little velvet blazer on with the silver buttons on to me. You better go ahead. Even Candy, Candy said, You got four hundred thousand people here sitting through your sound check. <laughs> Yo, four hundred thousand people showed up. I mean that was, that was yeah, that was the biggest this one. was so monumental and I'm so sorry that it was you know, sound problems and these all these technical difficulties. That caused it to just be such a disaster. No, it's, no. It was. It's, it was. It's truly a nightmare on Black Street. <laughs> One, two, Teddy's coming for you. <laughs> what you gonna do? Dumb, dumb, did it. Yup, yup. Nope, nope. No diggity. Stop, stop playing. <laughs> play on, player. No. Stop playing. Like, I, I want a baby face to like see you playing too much, man, and just walk away. Like, that's all. But he was so, like, people who are patient like that, you got to be scared of. Because that level of patience, on the other side of it, you don't know what it's going to be. He may turn into Freddy Krueger when he gets mad. Baby face might turn into another person when he gets mad. You never know. Because he was. He's just really, real talk, like he was sick. Like, he, him and his whole family was sick. So for him to even show up to this was like. What you mean? To show up to I his I gotta waste this man's time. Happy to, listen, if you feel better, you happy to get out and pull your computer up. You make it sound like they told him to come to the studio, make a left on Black Street, and we'll meet you there. No, his ass was right at home, sitting down. He went to his studio right in his downstairs by the gym. He's all right. Come on through, baby face. Press a button. Oh, I just, I, and you know, so so they. Re I, I heard that they rescheduled it for like oh. Monday. Oh. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. What if you bought tickets for this? How mad would you be if you? Well, bought you know that Teddy, from what I understand, he was trying to sell tickets, like ten dollar tickets mm. to this. Mm. So what would you say? How many people came to view it? Imagine that. That was a lot of money. Four hundred thousand people that mm -hmm. were sitting and waiting for. I mean, what did they end up? They was going through this uh, mic check for like twenty five minutes. Yeah, and it was over. 
Yeah. I think Frisbee's called it. And nobody was paying attention to the comments. So you can you see all the people commenting. Swiss Beats is like, stop, stop it. Stop. Wait a minute. <laughs> nobody listened. That was nobody cool. listened. But you know what? I would love okay, so I'm liking this battle going on. Like this is good stuff. This is fun. I would love to see Jermaine Dupree versus Puffy. I would love it. The right? fact that you call Puffy and not P. Diddy means it's going to be it's going yes. to be the Harlem or what you know about going out. You know, it's going to be yeah. He, Puffy oh, goes yeah. way back, but Jermaine Dupree goes back to um to Chris Crop. That's you so know? so dope. You're right. Yeah. That was that was the beginning yeah, of the era. Exactly like he that off. TLC. You got Usher. I mean, he did he did Money Ain't a Thing with uh, Jay Z. I mean, he got, I, I must say Jermaine oh, Escape. Take yep. off your shoes and relax your feet. He has so many hits. And then you have to say Puffy has hits too, but I would love to see them two go back and forth. Now that would be something. Well, I good? think we should, Yeah, I think we should campaign for that. Yeah. That would that would be that would be something. I would I would I would definitely I might pay a dollar to see that one too. Ooh, pay a dollar. You know, Get your four quarters. What? Get your four quarters <laughs> together. <laughs> Let me call you back. I'm about to see Puffy. Mm-hmm. That'll be a good That's one. Good. I'm here for it. All right, Teddy. So I just, I, I, I'm, you know, I, I hated to see him go down in flames like that. But he was actually a really good sport about it because I don't know if you saw his um, social media afterward. He was posting the memes about him, laughing oh. like this. <laughs> oh, that must have. Re- oh, that is worse than like being at a comedy show and the comic gets on you, you know, and you sit in the front. That right there to be able to open your IG and to see memes. Oh, and your own celebrity friends. They got his ass. Yeah, but he was—he seemed like he was cool about it. I mean, you know, he ate it up. No, but then we tried to blame Babyface. At one point, he was like, "Uh-uh, man, that's you." I know. <laughs> Babyface was like, "No, I hear you. I'm, I'm still here." Like, no. <laughs> they said, "No, press something." He was like, "No, I press nothing." <laughs> he played them out. No, I press nothing. Riddle me this, Batman. Oh, why haven't you got your shit together? You had since 1992. Okay, what are you doing? That that oh, was man. that was good stuff. I I think just for the laughs, I want to see them. Don't leave, dum dum diddy. All right, all right. <laughs> this is for the cool in you. <laughs> Here we go round and up again. That was a gem. Mm-hmm. I think Babyface just won by default. He's done. Babyface was ready. He was like, my technology's updated. I don't have a whole bunch of people behind me. Yeah, and okay. I don't want a tracksuit, but I did wear my velour blazer boo. Mm-hmm. Looking like Tony Starks with a stage full of Wu Tangs. <laughs> what are you doing? And, and wait, and, and as far as social distancing, I'm sorry to go back to this, but real talk, didn't he have like 14 people there and everybody was coughing on each other? <laughs> everybody was touching microphones. Like, I told you, baby in the background is too much. Team doing, team doing too much. Team doing too much. Yeah, he thought he was like, "This is my coming out party." You know, that's that's a Harlem thing, I guess. He was like, you know, can't stop, won't stop. You know, I'm in love with the allure. I'm here for my people. My fans want me. They want me. He probably was souped up getting, you know, his Beijing, his beard and shit. He was ready to go. All right. Well, we got to move on. Another news. Oh, okay. 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 All what's right. So I'm sure you've heard about this, but the Kenyan government is giving out that good old Henny, y'all, and its care packages. So during mm-hmm. a press conference last week, Kenya's governor, Mike Sonko, Revealed that along with the food packages that he was distributing to the poor families in the community, he's also going to include a little bottle of Henny. 
his reasoning, his reasoning was that, well, since uh, the World Health Organization has revealed that alcohol plays a major role in killing COVID-19, well, we just going to make sure that y'all have your bottles. So Sonko goes on to refer to the alcohol content in like the hand sanitizers and disinfectants as his way of reasoning that that somehow covers Hennessy as well. I have my finger. I want to tap him on his forehead. Excuse me, sir. Mm-mm, mm-mm. That, that. First of all, so, <laughs> if you if you break it down, Mm-mm. I mean, so the who who the who. The World Health Organization recommends that alcohol-based sprays and, and you know, wipes, they have at least 70% alcohol. Hennessy only has 40%. It's strong as hell, though. Um, but not enough to kill the virus anyway. And it actually has the exact opposite effect because drinking alcohol actually weakens your immune system. And as we know, we need to have a very strong immune system when it comes to the coronavirus. So, exactly. um, what'd you think about this? That's the first thing I thought. I was like, ooh, like, that's classy. A little, a little drinking now. I love a little cocktail. You know, Auntie Vodka's here for it, you know, and I'm not too picky. But, um, yeah, I thought, like, well, that does weaken your immune systems. So that's not very smart. I wouldn't turn it down, though. I'll take it. Thank you. Now, unless, unless you're pouring some out for the brothers who ain't here and put your hands under it, then maybe that'll sanitize your hands. That, you know, that way of doing the alcohol. But outside of that, like, no, sir, that wasn't, like, you're, you're, you're not helping your people. And for you to have thought that was a solution, shame on you. Mm-mm. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't want to make this woke, but on another note, that just shows how education is so important. Listen, cause... shame on you and pass me a cup. <laughs> <laughs> At the same damn time. Yeah, thank you. I'll take a little ice cube in that. Thank you. And then I'll take my hand sanitizer and wipe it off and take a sip. I ain't right. Mm-hmm. You ain't right. Pass me a cup. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. All right. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, so... Moving on. <clears throat> We've come to the woke minute. I was um drinking my little bottle of uh my little cognac over here, but let me put it down and <clears throat> get woke with it. My throat and adjust my glasses because we are now at the woke minute. So this is the segment of the show where two silly sisters get very serious. So um I wanted to talk to you all about the this stimulus check. I mean, everybody by now or is in the way of getting a stimulus check. Um, and there have been rumors, especially on social media, that this check is no more than an advance on your next tax return and that you're going to have to owe back the money. Mm-hmm. So there's been a lot of media postings about this. Um, so as we all know, uh, it was a couple of weeks ago, number 45, as I call y'all president, mm-hmm. he signed the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act, which is called, in short, the CARES Act. So this basically provided $2 trillion of aid to provide um, financial aid to families and to businesses impacted by the coronavirus. So I wanted to research exactly what this money was, where it's coming from. Um, you know, as you know, my job is a lawyer by day. So I'm all about what's called the four corners, meaning what does the legal document say? So of course I went to the CARES Act, specifically subtitle B, which is entitled rebates and other individual provisions, which would contain the language as to the distribution of this, this stimulus checks and what's happening to it. So Without getting into all of the details, I mean, I, I I read the title. It's a, I mean, it's a pretty lengthy um, 
uh, uh, law. Um, but basically what it says is that there's a certain parameters where individuals are entitled or allowed a credit against the tax imposed um, by subtitle A. So that's subtitle A. And if you go back to it, I, you know, I'm not going to get everybody all, you know, it's a, it's a lot of language. So basically what the law says is that the credit is based on your tax on your circumstances for 2020. So whatever the monies that you make for 2020. However, nobody knows what your income is for 2020. Specifically, you know, now because a lot of people are out of work and, you know, um, circumstances are in flux for everybody. So because the IRS and neither you know what you're going to be making for 2020, they just estimate it. So they give you an advance in advance based on the info from your previous tax return, 2018, if you file 2019. So for example, in 2021, when you file your taxes for 2020, the rebate will be calculated again, based on your actual income for 2020. So after 2020 year is over, then they're going to recalculate it. So whatever your 2020 tax return shows, if you should have gotten more than what you actually got this year, you'll get the balance due you. So, but if it turns out that you got a larger advance than what you were actually entitled to, you're not going to owe back that excess amount of money. So for example, you get $1,000 this year in your stimulus check, right? Mm-hmm. Wire to your bank account. You file your 2020 tax return next year, you actually should have, and you actually should have gotten $1,200 you get that $200 back. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you get $1,000 this year, and in reality, you should have gotten $800, you don't know the difference. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 pretty simple. It's pretty cut and dry. I know there were a lot of, um, you know, videos and social media kind of saying, no, you're going to, you know, you're going to have $1,200 you're going to owe back, you know, when you file your 2021 taxes. And just based on the letter of the law, that's not what it says. Mm-hmm. So. I just wanted to let everybody know that because a part of this show is about information. Well, that's good. I appreciate, let me just tell you, for you breaking down the legal jargon involved in this subtitle B and A, because um, a lot of times we don't really understand it. And as you said, it's very lengthy and it's like, oh, yeah, that that is a lot. So thank you for breaking that down and simplifying it for us, because um, I think when we all got a check, we were all very happy just to know we're getting something. And I don't know about you, but when money comes to me and I don't really understand where it's coming from, the first thing I'm like, um, before I go deposit this, like, will somebody be coming for me to get it back? <laughs> like, mm, hold on one minute. Uh, where's this from? And what is this about? Because I'm at the bank right now. So I just want to know before I press this button. And that is just something that I think we're, we're all ready to do, especially in these times. Um, I, I know it was clear that there are households that are making 74000 to ninety nine, and you get 500 per child. So this 2.2 trillion relief package, you know, it's a lot, but it had to be spread out. And um, it sounds, it all sounds very fair considering you have so many businesses that have shut down, so many people that are not at work. Um, And then you also have to think of, you know, they always say, you know, the rich are benefiting. So uh, roughly 80% of benefits of this provision, provision, excuse me, will go to roughly 43,000 taxpayers who earn more than a million dollars a year. And that's according to the Joint Committee of Taxation. So this means that basically the minority of working Americans, um, we're here, but uh, I would say the rich are benefiting from this tax break. So where they would usually pay, you know, uh, more on taxes. No, they're, they're getting a break from this. 
So that was something that we all had to think about, like, well, hold on a minute, you know, who's who's really benefiting from this? Um, and then I also had to think of, you know, who, who qualifies? So you have people who are veterans, you have people who are unemployed. And, you know, um, as long as they're, you know, as long as you have a social security number and you're, you know, a working American, they will find you. That's, that's <laughs> they're going to find you, you're going to get your money. Um, and then, you know, for me, I am someone who owes a student loan. So I worried about that as well. Because Lord knows, you know, defaulting on student loans, I'm going to be honest and let you all know, defaulting on loans, it's like owing the feds. They will come for you. They will let you know they are garnishing your wages. <laughs> we are coming for you. And that's something that people worried about as well. Will that money be coming out of, um, you know, what I still owe or will they take it? And the, the answer is no. Um, you're pretty much safe. The stimulus checks are not taxable income. Uh, the checks are refundable tax credits according to the tax foundation. Um, and it's kind of what they're calling a tax policy tank. So the credits will be applied to your 2020 tax return. What? You said a what? A tax what? A tax policy tank. A tax policy tank. Yes. Yes. So it's almost like they had a little reserve for something like this. Yeah. So the credits will be applied to your 2020 tax returns. Um, but, you know, like you said, they are in advance to taxpayers now based on their 2019 or 2018 adjusted gross income. So when you look at your gross versus your net, those numbers are a lot. They're different. And the way I looked at it as, oh, so he was giving me back my money. <laughs> what I would have been taxed. Thank you in advance. But then the question is, am I going to have to give that back when I file for 2020? And then, you know, the answer is no. So, you know, um, we can all rest easily and uh, mm -hmm. hope that everything goes smooth. It's a win. Mm. It's a win. It's a win. It's a win. So in other woke news, P. Diddy, who um, we know um, owns the Revolt TV or he's the founder of Revolt TV, which to me has always been about music and music television, has now started Black News on Revolt TV. So this idea, as he said, was born out of the state of emergency that he did a couple of weeks ago, where Diddy was basically the moderator with, there was Al Sharpton, um, there was Killer Mike, who was actually very good. Um, Angela Rye was on there. And they were basically talking about the state of Black America and the coronavirus. So, um, you know, the idea of doing a Black news station, and I actually, or a Black news, a weekly Black news um television show is actually like the best. I'm, I'm so excited about this. Um, it is supposed to it's, um, express the importance of health, especially within our community. Um, it's going to talk about the best foods, natural medicines, which I mean, as of now, I think we're all pretty much, you know, we get a lot of this information from social media anyway, you know, whether it's Instagram or Facebook. So to actually have one place to go and hear this. So, um, you know, as we know, coronavirus has really hit our community very hard, not because, you know, the way our genes are set up, but really it's because of our social conditions, whether there's diabetes, there's heart disease, there's asthma, all of these underlying conditions, which as we know now, makes uh, the coronavirus harder um, to get over. Because a lot of times in this, and I've heard a lot of people in the medical field say, since there is no cure for the coronavirus, 
the whole goal is to get your body and your immune system in a place that is the healthiest so that you can fight it off yourself. And a lot of times we're already behind the eight ball when it comes to that. So this is, you know, I'm so excited for this venture from, from P Diddy, Puffy, uh, brother love, whatever you want to call him. Um, you know, coming out and actually doing this so that, you know, we do have a platform like, you know, what we said for us, by us, FUBU, mm-hmm. um, to get the information that we need. So kudos to him. What do you think about kudos this? Kudos to Puffy. Yes. I'm so excited about this. I'm, I'm also very proud just to see he stepped outside of music. He stepped outside of himself and he's using his platform. He's using his soapbox. Um, he's using his channel. I mean, and I think that's great. You know, um, everybody who's having who he's having on the panel as well. Um, you know, people you want to hear, people you want to listen to. And um, I mean, this, this is great and it's very necessary. Um, I know he also did the, the dance-a-thon and he raised $4 million uh, for healthcare workers during COVID-19. Wow. Um, very, very good. Everybody came out. I mean, it was nice. He had Drake, he had J-Lo with, you know, her man in the background, um, Alex Rodriguez, Jessica Alba, Will Smith, and, you know, just to name those people, know I know that these are people that have the money to, you know, where their mouth is. Put your money where your mouth is. And Puff is calling out his friends. And I appreciate that. You know, I appreciate that investment he's making, you know, in us, for us, by us. Right. I like that. You know, there's there's a lot that people could say about him, you know, especially our brother who wrote a book about him. Mm. But, um, you know, in terms of evolving and the evolution of a person, you know, I got to say, there's a lot to be said by that. So kudos to P Diddy, Brother Love, for um, you know, mm-hmm. stepping up and 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 putting us us first. And I'm excited to see where this goes. So absolutely good job. I'm watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we have got to one of my most favorite parts of the show. I don't know about you. Can I take off my glasses? But, uh, <clears throat> but I'm a rock. I got confetti in my pocket. Say it. I got confetti in my pocket. Say it. Woo! So now at the weekend, the report. All right. So um, this is a question looking for advice from one of our listeners. So I'll just read it to you. She says, I recently had a baby about nine months ago. My husband is saying that I don't feel the same to him anymore. He says I'm not as tight. And he doesn't fit as snugly as he used to. I tried kegels to tighten those muscles. It's helped, but he still says he can feel the difference. He suggested I get the tightening surgery vaginoplasty. So I did a little research because I had to make sure I knew what she was talking about. Vaginoplasty is a treatment to relieve vaginal laxicity. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a female genital surgical procedure. It tightens the vagina and the surrounding muscles and soft tissue. So she says, I want to please my man, but I don't want to go under the knife. What should I do? Oh. What should she do, Shadara? <laughs> oh, you got you got me there. I'm about to say, take two of these and call me in the morning. <laughs> I'm take some NyQuil and go to sleep, tell me you forgot. Apple a day. I don't know. That's t- that is tough because you know you could de- you can technically get a new man and that's just new coochie to somebody else. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> And that just wouldn't be good advice, what I'm saying. Like, I mean, wow. Like, he said, you don't feel the same. Like, he got a lot of nerve. Maybe she should just, maybe her dick got smaller. Maybe she should hit him with that one. Yeah, like, I, you know what? I'm so curious to, and I, I, I gotta, we gotta poll our, our male listeners, and I would love for them to weigh in. Like, can you really feel the difference? I mean, to, I mean, just make it plain. A woman's vagina 
can can bury child. Yeah. A child passes through there. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure about all of this, you know, the tightness. And I don't know if that is necessarily like a, a, a thing thing. Well, I, I believe know? I do believe that, you know, I, you I think I was a virgin once upon a time. And mm, I really can you believe that four scores in three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> long time long time and I think you know that's why it was painful because you know it was tighter that's why you bled however I'm thinking of the movie The Best Man and do you remember when I think uh, Morris Chestnut soon to be wife Mia what's her name Mia she was all like sweet and innocent and do you remember um uh what is the actor's name he was the one who was starting trouble homeboy right yeah yeah and uh he's an empire and he said um you know how do you know that she was never with nobody else because everybody knew that you know she had slept with the best friend and he was like because you know basically her like coochie fits to my d (laughs) and even i mean i just remember being in the theater like like a glove yeah Yeah. and it was just like like really you believe that like so so really no i don't i I think it's a myth i'm gonna say it's a myth I'm going to say it's a myth. No. Well, her man is over here saying that he, he it doesn't fit as snugly. And I just, I don't know if I believe yeah. him. How many, kids, Honestly, how many kids does your mom have? How many kids does your mom have? <laughs> you mean your mom? <laughs> okay. Somebody kept coming back. So, I mean, shoot. Tell it on the map. Tell it. I'm telling. I'm telling mama. I'm D from what's we're, happening. I'm telling mama. We are two of six kids. Okay. From, from our mother. So if that is true and he kept falling in every time, there wouldn't be all of us. You get what I'm saying here? So I think. Yeah, I, like, I don't I don't necessarily believe her husband, but I mean, this, you know, this is this can be something that makes or breaks a marriage. Now, I from what I understand, my research with the vaginoplasty mm-hmm. is it, it does tighten the area. And for the woman, it makes it, you know, more sensation because. Like you said, I mean, there's, you know, it is a muscle. So when it's, it's tighter, I mean, but look, there's so many natural ways to tighten. And she's doing Kegels. Honestly. No, she said she's doing Kegels. I'm doing and Kegels right now. And that works. And that, I mean, look, it, look, every time I get in my car, it's a Kegel going on. Okay. That's just, it works. <laughs> I'm doing Kegels right now. Go ahead, do 10 while we're talking. Go for it. Work that muscle. <laughs> Somebody said they should call them push-ups. Why are they call them push-ups? They call them push-ups. <laughs> But okay, so sis is asking for some advice, and the the one thing that I am I'm gonna push for is you are in control of your body. Your body is your temple, and no man should make you or force you or, or make you feel like you need to go under the knife to please him. That's that's a decision that you make on your own. That is for your your own you know how you feel about it. But I would never make a decision based on what somebody else wants for my body. So if if that is the case, and you know, realize that they 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 got a new baby, they are married, but that's a big that's a big deal, and that's to me. I don't you know I don't know if this is a make or break relationship type question, right? But like I said, I would see I seriously have a problem with what she's saying is I don't want to do it, but for him, which is going under the knife, um, she you know she she may do it or she may consider it, and that to me is like that's a no. Um, when you say never, no, when you say going to the knife now, if she now, this is, if she's the type of woman who she has like Botox, 
She got butt shots. You get what I'm saying? A boob job. Like she's she's yeah, already I mean, got that going on. He's but if, and if that's the decision, but you're not doing that to me. Like you're not you're doing it number one to make you happy, and of course, you know whoever's in your life, let it make him happy as well. But do it regardless. Like it's for you. I just don't agree with going under the knife, especially for this type of procedure where she's like, I mean, I, maybe switch out the man. I like, I don't, I wouldn't, I would, I would never do it solely for a man in my life. I don't care if he was my husband. Right. Well, when you say, I, I mean, it's risky when you say under the knife, like I said, if she has a whole lot, you know, if she's already surgery, you know, it's, it's common with people. He's probably like, what's one more thing, which is why he's a little probably cavalier about it. However, I'm also considering how old is she? How old are you? You know, that just had a baby. That is just had a baby. Just had a baby. I don't know. I don't know, you know, is she in her how how old are you? Are you in your twenties, your thirties, your forties? Like what's your what's your age that you would even consider it? Because it's it's easy for me to say, girl, just get a new man. <laughs> like, you know, like you're young. I don't know what's going on. But like you said, um, it's your body. Don't let anybody, you know, have you going under a knife. You know, no, that that's that's risky right there. And I know you want to please your man and all, but that's that's tough. I mean, mm -mm. that's that's a serious surgery. I, I've heard good things of it. I've heard people say, yeah, you know, I'm I'm rejuvenated down there. <laughs> like, oh, good for you. Yeah, and that, and that and if that was what she was asking, like, you know, she needs it because she wants to feel a certain way when she's having sex, then that's another thing. But that's not what she's saying. It's like. I mean, I'm. She's saying I'm over here doing everything I need to do. I'm yeah. doing my cables. I don't feel a difference. Right. He does. He supposedly he does. And I just, I, for some reason, I just don't. I don't believe what he's saying. We don't believe I, you. You need more people. Mm -mm, I don't believe yeah. it. So um, he's full of it. So I just, like I said, I'm gonna say it again. Do not make a decision based solely off what this man wants. And no. that's it. No, you don't want to do it. You should not be forced to to do that. You know at all yeah. so yeah no yeah the conversation might just turn into like do you want to see other people because dudes are slick you know what i mean this could mm -hmm. be this could be his little way out card yeah. right here this could be what's and coming on that's what i was getting at but i couldn't i couldn't actually i didn't even you're exactly right that that's why i'm saying i don't believe him because i'm like eh, if you over here testing all kind of coochie hole coochie yeah. then yeah maybe that's what you would say yeah, right. You know? You're trying to be slick. Like, no, I don't believe that. That's why when you have people with like multiple children and, you know, I don't have children right now, knock on wood. But the first thing people say is like, oh, wow, they be getting it in up in there. Like, you know, you must have some good stuff. Like, you know, he keeps getting you pregnant. Like, come on. And, and you have people who have literally children and what do they call them? Like Irish twins within, you know, underneath a year, they're pregnant again. <laughs> Irish twins. Is that what that's called, right? <laughs> somebody correct me right in tell me dm me let me know if i'm right but yeah you have um you have a kid right away so as soon as you know you get stitched up right that's how that goes you get right back to it get right back to business i don't he, he's full of it i bet you money he's full of it tell her to write us tell her write us back in a year tell us how that goes yeah yeah six months i give it six let's see yeah, cause, cause she just had a baby like i you know mm -mm, i don't know i don't know you're not yeah. buying it yeah, I think I'm not. It. No, he's he's full of it. Mm -mm. Nope. Mm -hmm. nope, nope, nope. Don't do it. Don't do it. Reconsider. Understand the power of the pussy. Like, come on, Listen. come on. I can be tight when I want to be tight, and I can be. Ooh, <laughs> don't be telling your secrets, child. <laughs> <Just saying. laughs> I'm a genie in a bottle, bitch. <laughs> 
you know, I didn't had a, a almost a six and a half pound baby. Mm-hmm. You, I don't care if you coming with. Come on now. Yeah, women come are on. miracles. Women, we we are miracles. We are we are mothers. We are we're mm-hmm. Earth. Are you kidding me? You know what I pushed out? You are you joking? <laughs> right? Are you right? That's that was just. Mm-mm. I laugh at you. I laugh at you. <laughs> you know what I do with my body? <laughs> Please. Please. Have you seen Teddy's jam? Do you know? <laughs> dum dum didn't. <laughs> All right. I hope I hope we gave her some some good honest honest advice. Yes, girl. All right. So, so moving on. Well, let's let's talk music. So this okay. is the- I'm over here doing the running man. What we doing? What we doing? Ah, I want to talk about my song, and that's my jams. Dill Gray off of the Chronic 2001. I know you know this jam because I remember us rocking to this album. Still D-R-E. Do you remember? So we have Dr. Dre featuring Snoop Dogg. And I'm taking us to the West Coast with a mega record producer, rapper, songwriter, entrepreneur, auto engineer, record executive, and actor, Dr. Dre from Compton. He's the founder and CEO of Aftermath Entertainment and Beats Electronics. So you all have your beats in your ears. Yes, that's, that's Dre. Um, and I don't know if you saw the movie Straight Outta Compton. Did you see that? No, I actually did not see it. No, that was good. Anyway, so whatever. I'm not even going to go there. So not only do we remember him from NWA, but he also produced hits with Tupac, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Ice Cube, The Game, Jay-Z, 50 Cent. I know you know in the club. Um, Mary J. Blige. I mean, I can go on and on and on. But this one right here, uh, Still Dre, is this is my jam. This is my jam. Sometimes I get out of the East Coast and I go to the West Coast. Remember? Let's get you bounced. I see you bouncing your chair doing your Kegel. Yeah. That's my jam. It's the West Coast banger. Yes. Chronic. The Chronic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the one of the one of the classic rap uh, hip hop albums of last two decades i would say mm-hmm. was that, was that more than tw- that more than tw- wait it was 2001 right 2001 then you had like a part two okay yeah so yeah that, that's was almost 20 years ago can you believe that i feel so young all right yes and vibrant yeah. hello yeah. Mm-hmm. hello all right <laughs> <laughs> yep yep it'll be all right all right y'all well We are now at the support black business segment of the show. We believe in growing our economy and strengthening our communities. And so we support products and services made FUBU for us by us. So this week, I want to highlight 5-4 Digital, which was founded by our brother, John D. Saunders. And it's a marketing and consulting agency geared towards developing, managing websites, and mobile products for startup businesses, which I know a lot of you are on this lockdown thinking in your entrepreneurial spirit and starting businesses and online websites. So this is perfect. So whether it's a Shopify store, you need a logo design, your apps, he is your man. So one of the things I know about John is that he's gotten really, really great reviews. You know, a lot of people that I've known have used him, have used the services. Um, he's also made the black illustrations, which I don't know if you've seen, but they're like, they're free to use to anybody because a lot of times 
we're looking for those stock photos of us and we don't see it. Right. So he's actually made like a whole folder that we can use. So five, four digital, it's the number five F O U R digital.com. Um, he also owns black wallet, which I don't know if you follow on um, Instagram, but it's basically a lot of financial literacy information for, for us. So yes. just want to highlight him. Absolutely. All right. Sounds good. Well, y'all, this is the end. No diggity, no doubt. <laughs> play on, player. <laughs> All right. Play on, player. So, y'all, we've come to the end. You can subscribe to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast from the Apple Podcast app, Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Stitcher, YouTube, and Spotify. You can also watch That's What I'm Saying, the quarantine edition on Island TV or on your Island TV app. Follow us on Instagram at TwizPod or on Facebook at That's What I'm Saying. And Shatara, what else do we need our Twizzies to know? Yes, you can also text the word TwizPod. That is T-W-I-S-P-O-D to 31996. Again, that's the word TwizPod. T-W-I-S-P-O-D to 31996. To get all the latest info on my comedy shows, post-Rona, and other special TwizPod TV and podcast giveaways, events, and shows, Thank you all for joining us. We love you. We'll see you next time. Be well. Stay safe.